All right, guys, in this podcast today, we're going to talk about how to make everything about them and not you. One of the biggest problems that people do is they make uh, their marketing about them. I want you to do this. Um, We need you to do that. Yada, yada. They don't care about what you need or what you want. All they care about is the result and what they can get from what you offer. And so you need to speak to people in that way um, by just having that mindset of giving and being generous with it. A lot of people approach their marketing like they're afraid that they're going to be taken advantage of by giving away free, cool, awesome content. But right now I'm giving you my best stuff through this podcast, which is totally free. Okay, and I've actually formatted it in such a way where if you listen to it from, you know, from episode one forward, it's almost like a continuous course that would be worth tens of thousands of dollars, but you could just, it's free, okay? And so don't worry about people taking advantage of you. Um, You need to give very generously. And as you do so... um, What will happen is that you build goodwill with people, and as you do that, people will uh, be interested in what you have to say because you're offering real value. Um, As people like Frank Kern say, um, you help people by actually helping people. And so I think it's really cool to to do that. I I really like that. That phrase has stuck with me. Um, You demonstrate value by giving value. And, um, and so that's what I recommend that you do. Um, don't worry about, and then Evan Pagan talks about moving the free line. Um, and, uh, that's a a very successful marketer as well. And essentially it, what that means is just moving the free line means giving more, um, than your competitors, giving away more free, valuable content to people. Um, because you're demonstrating a higher caliber of value than your competitors because you're not holding anything back. If you're truly giving everything you've got um, in your best stuff, in your free content and materials and stuff like that that you freely just give away, um, what's really cool is that people will actually start to use it and start to get results. And so they'll get results in advance so that when you actually offer a more advanced uh, course and stuff like that, uh, people will be more interested in it. And I know that it might not make sense. You're like, well, they don't feel they won't feel the need. This is the belief that you might have. They won't feel the need to buy my stuff because I've already given away the farm. But it's not really true um, because at the end of the day, if your product um, is positioned, positioned in such a way where you make their life easier by providing frameworks, um, that people can string together so that they don't have to sit there and do guesswork and create their own program from your free content. Because one of the hardest things to do is create your own program from free content. It's just very hard to do. Okay. Um, and so, You know, if you want to serve like a higher level market, that's why I give away a lot of free beginner stuff and all this other stuff, even high level stuff, whatever. Because at the end of the day, uh, high level people and your dream clients, the people that I serve 
um, that the prices have a comma in them. Um, we, you know, they're, they're, they don't care about how to make $10,000 a month or they don't care about this or that. What they care about is results. And oftentimes they don't even consume the content. They'll have someone on their team consume the content. And if you craft it in such a way where it's frameworks, um, and again, just to go over the, the definition of frameworks, um, I might word it a little differently here, but essentially frameworks is just a series of steps or like almost like a checklist of people for what people can do in order to achieve a certain result. Okay, so it's basically like a system. Um, and you want to use a proven system, something that either you've done yourself or something that someone else has done. Um, but you want to use proven frameworks. Okay, so don't use theory. Don't sell theory. Um, because people are going to be very upset when your theory didn't work out. Okay, when they go to practice it and they're like, wait a minute, this framework doesn't work. Okay, so don't sell stuff that you think might work. Okay, uh, what you want to do is if you don't have your own framework, learn from people. Okay, follow people that are doing well and find out what their frameworks are and then just kind of add your add your um, flavor to it. Okay, and I'm not saying to grab other people's stuff and regurgitate it. But, you know, I really recommend that you practice it yourself. You know, apply it, get some good results first. You do want to have um, your good results first. But, you know, you find yourself in this catch-22 situation when, when you're starting out, you're like, well, I don't have results yet. You know, I want to teach this, I want to do this, but I don't have results yet. So how you get results? Well, you start putting into practice what you're talking about, Okay. And so as you do that, you'll start making mistakes and making mistakes is what gives you um, a veteran's advantage in a way. So what that means is that you learn lessons um, that you never would have thought of if you didn't make the mistakes. Okay. So if you're teaching advertising or whatever else, be willing to make those mistakes. Hire, uh, have someone hire you to do um you know, uh, marketing for them and say, only pay me if I get your results. You know, you could do that. And just if you're starting out and that way it really stretches you to get the results. Um, and if you don't help them get results, you don't get paid. Okay. So you're very highly motivated to make it work. Okay. And that's how you can cut your teeth on these uh, ideas and your, you know, you know, your your marketing ideas and strategies that you've either learned from other people or ideas that you are pretty certain will work. Okay, whatever it is, um, either way, you could try it out. You'll be very surprised at what works. And then keep in mind that when you find something that works, it won't work forever. It works for a certain period of time. But you're always having to tweak and test it and change it and adjust it. One of the biggest parts of business is always being able to quickly pivot and adjust what you're doing according to the climate of the market at the time. There's a lot of market forces at play 
every day that change, whether you're doing cryptos, whether you're doing, you know, products, uh, physical or digital, um, platforms change, algorithms change, um, people's incomes change, markets change, perceptions of markets change. Um, and so at the end of the day, you have to be able to learn the skill of pivoting and changing your messaging to um, help um, alleviate the fears that people have as they are looking at your product and whether they're going to buy it or not. It depends all on your messaging. And so or your ads and stuff like that. If you start, if you start to see your ads not perform as well, your messaging needs to be fixed on that. Your, if you look at your opt-in page for getting leads and your messaging is off, then, uh, you, you know, if you're getting clicks and ads, but nobody's opting in, then you know you have to fix your opt-in page. If you're getting leads, people are entering their email address, but they're not buying. You know, you have to fix your video sales letter or your webinar or your written sales letter. Um, and, um, you know, if, it, if it's doing horrible, okay, and that's after you do the follow-up. If you do the follow-up and you're still not getting sales, then definitely your um, it's a good indicator that, yeah, I got to fix my messaging for my sales letter. Okay, and my sales process, okay, whether it's through phone, written, or video, or even audio, okay, and then, um, you know, then you also want to look at your follow-up and see how that's doing. All of these things could always be improved, and you always want to be testing these things, okay, um, but as you go through, I really recommend that you look at um, always be at, look at the, your ability to be agile. Okay. It's very hard to do this when you're dealing with clients. Like if you're helping businesses and stuff like that, sometimes it's really hard to be agile and to help them to kind of switch what they're doing according to how the wind is blowing that day. So it's easiest to do it in your own business. It's the fastest way to test ideas is doing it yourself, okay? Not through clients because you have to convince them. Even after you've sold a client or working with you, when you want them to do a specific marketing technique or whatever, you have to get them, to, you have to set it up or get them to, their team to set it up. You have to convince them to make that move and, you know, so you're constantly selling your client to make these changes and all this other stuff uh, unless they really trust you and you've already gotten them really stellar results. Then, you know, until you've gotten them stellar results, it's going to be an uphill battle because you have to keep selling that person over and over again. And so what I recommend that you do is really test out your quote unquote theories first. Just don't sell theory. You have to test your theories first and make sure that they work. And then you can go out and sell it to people once it works and you can prove it and you can show the numbers. And if you can show your numbers to a business, you know, and say, hey, it worked for me at this level. With your level, it can really work well. It's good to work with businesses that have a bigger marketing budget than you, bigger ad spend uh, capabilities than you. 
Um, because once you have a formula that works, you can scale and help them to get results much faster than even you can get them. Okay. Um, and so at the end of the day, and people will also respect the fact that you put the work in and actually got um, your own results from it. Okay. Um, and so being able to have proven case studies of something working is, is massively important. And it's not just important, it's mandatory, okay? Um, because you want your product to be the best that it can possibly be. And the only way to do that is to actually test it out for yourself and accomplish those um, goals even on small levels because you can leverage a small amount of success. And when you bring your services to a company, this, as an example, if you're going to be a consultant for businesses, like what I do, um, you know, bringing them a small case study, like, hey, I tested this on a small scale and it works here, and here's the numbers, and, you know, check it out. You know, it worked on a very small scale, so let's try it on a small scale with you, and if it works great, we'll scale it up. But it's already been proven to work, Okay. So it's definitely important to kind of look at that and do that. So for now, we're kind of jumping around a little bit on this webinar. So I'll leave, uh, not webinar, but a podcast. So we'll leave it right here for now. But it's just something, some things to think about. All right. <laughs>